friends that they're my friends Can't get past that new maturity This bond is massive Tested with stronger than a Ever sisters for life And sanity is what keeps us together Hey, Hey, welcome to episode three. I'm Carol. I'm Tiffany. I'm Nicole. And I'm Saya. And this is what keeps us together. Basically the group chat in your head. Living rent free. So before we start today's episode, we just want to give a quick shout out to Jess Jonathan Adriel for creating our intro song and the lovely Nicole Gordon for singing and laying down her vocals. The the Nicole vocals came in. Yes. And then also for Master P for being our editor. AKA um, <laughs> Tiffany's fiance. Guys with the pee. All right, y'all. Um, today is a dreaded topic. Jesus. <sighs> Lord knows I wanted to avoid this. Kevin God. Samuels. Got my drink. Man. Kevin Samuels. I'm sorry, but we have to do it. It has to be discussed. Yeah. It's it. just gone too far. It's just gone. It's too many clicks. I refuse to give him clicks. John, I'm tell y'all. It's, it, look, it's, Is that it's why you didn't prepare for this show? Exactly why. <laughs> That's exactly why. I, I am now mad that this man is in my history. Okay. I was like, but, I can't. I can't give him the clicks or the views anymore. Okay. One of his most recent videos is him talking about as women, do we want a man? Do we want to be right? Or do we want to live with a woman for the rest of our lives? And it brought up the topic of want versus need when it comes to... I guess either a spouse or living comfortably for the rest of your life. Um, so that's going to be the topic for today. And Nicole has our cultural reference. Here it goes. Women think men are a luxury instead of a necessity. I said many modern women think men are a luxury because you have a job and because you could earn money. But your but women who think like this, their man is the government, the system. If someone will keep come to their house, their apartment, whatever, and to try to enter it, the first thing they would do is pick up the phone and dial 911. They would not expect a woman to show up. They would expect a man to come. If it was on fire, they'd call the fire department. They would not expect a woman to show up. They'd expect a man to come. Everything that a man used to do has been outsourced just because you could pay for it. So now it's like, well, I'll only pick a man that I like. He has to be this, he has to be that. Instead of having a man for survival, Average woman earns what? <laughs> this is so ridiculous. ridiculous. The fact that the idea of choosing a man that I like is problematic is already hilarious, but okay. Because I'm just supposed to go out there and be like, you provide, right? <laughs> yeah, he's like reduced. He's like you can build a fire. <laughs> right, reducing relationships and marriage to just solely survival and forget that they like actually marry someone I love. Like right. that is just completely off the table. You're wild. Caring, emotions, none of that exists anymore. Okay, so really quickly, let's go around the table. Who feels that they need a man and they're or a Saya no. who is our is resident yes. gay um offensive? No, I not to me, you. but if anybody else cares, I mean Okay, sorry. Know, I didn't mean it offensively. I mean, I'm just not, saying Saya doesn't like men. So there's that. Um do you need a spouse, I guess? But for I don't know if Kevin Samuels doesn't really go over anyone but heterosexual relationships. Right, which like. is another problem that we'll discuss. Yeah. Right. But, uh, no, I think is uh, the answer for me. You don't. But love you, babe. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> Nicole. That's love you, babe. But that's a solid no. Um, Saya. No for my spouse. <laughs> that's not here yet. But when she comes, just know I won't need you. Yeah, I've, I'm on the same page. I want the person that's in my life. I don't need the person that's in my life. My right. husband being that person. <laughs> Sorry. Here's another question is, do you feel like the significant other in your life, if the apocalypse came, would be the best source of your survival? <laughs> um, personally, I want to die. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to have to deal with fighting <laughs> The rapture came today. I don't. The rapture is different than zombies. I mean, it is, but it's all along the same line. I don't want to be left behind. I don't want to be left behind. I I want the Lord to go ahead and do his business. If I'm going to be on this earth with anyone, it would be my husband and your dad, Tiffany. (laughs) 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 To be fair, though, my dad and Patrick are very like, which 
let's not get into that. But I also feel like, oh, like I could survive with you if like it came down to it in terms of like survivability. But I do always say like, okay, if if shit gets real, I'm just going to my basement. <laughs> Between my mom's hoarding and my dad's survivability, like I'm good. Yeah. For those of you that don't know Tiffany's dad, he's basically Liam Nielsen. <laughs> Seriously. Legitimately does not smile. And if Wait, someone took his daughter, yeah, that's not what I meant. we would be all over the world to get her back. I'm going to find you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Basically, when Taken came out, y'all, we watched the trailer and I was sitting in my living room next to my dad and <laughs> I was about to go to Paris. So it was like timely. And I was like, if that happened to me, would you come for me? And he just turns without even cracking a smile or even a hint of a laugh goes, without a doubt. <laughs> and we never talked about it since. <laughs> and the accuracy. It just it sounds about right. So, so basically, yes. no, we don't need a man. We just need your dad. <laughs> One man. Yes. The man. <laughs> Done. Podcast over. Right. Is that about what you know is who you know? Right. <laughs> I align myself appropriately. I don't know what else anybody else feels about it. Yeah. So um back to Kevin. Okay. This man gave me so much angst. I know, like you took a lot of notes. Do you want to start with one of your first points? <laughs> one of your ninety-two. I did because I got frustrated quite a, like I had to pause and come back because I found myself getting because self-admittedly, no, I did not listen because he he frustrates me. And um I got ready to blurt out things and while we were together and I knew we needed to discuss it here. he just puts women in a box and I don't like it that he puts women in a box. We human beings are not meant to be that way. What's Um, that way? Just right box. We're not, we are all complex creatures. That's how God made us. So the fact that he made us to a point where we are so codependent, right? I mean, yes. Biblically, right? God made Adam and Eve. However, the con- Adam's name for a second. Sorry, sorry. What? Go ahead. Say no, go ahead. Sorry, I'm sorry. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. Um, it's probably that. It's probably this talking. Anyway, um, I don't like that he has made us think that we need each other because we've evolved as a people and just the concept alone just makes me irritated. And then, and me being irritated, he spoke on women getting emotional and he says, well, women get emotional because I'm right. I'm emotional, sir, because you're wrong. I think also, so he talks very like beginning of time, stone age when like we're hunters and right. gatherers, right? Well, I don't know if y'all have seen Kevin Samuels, but I'm not taking him to the apocalypse to save <laughs> me or anybody I know and love. He might so have a couple that. suits with him. Yeah, so like no when food. he's speaking about right. like want versus needs, he's literally speaking of men are the hunters, women are gatherers, and then we come together to survive. So it's very like archaic. Yeah, archaic and like primal of our beings. And like that's what he's basing relationships off of even says like i don't care about love like marriage is not about love our grandparents didn't have love (laughs) which shout out to his two previous wives but yeah yeah (laughs) yeah so in that case if you're saying about survival then i i i that's where he's pulling from so i guess i can see what he's saying but it's 2021 but that premise doesn't even make sense the woman was gathering she wasn't sitting at home not doing nothing well i don't think he's saying I know, but I, I I'm saying it from the standpoint of yes, it's it's great that they did come together and they they finished a co- a, a complete puzzle, whatever mm-hmm. he's trying to say. Yeah. But the man hunted; he has something. He don't necessarily need her, but it's a nice piece, and vice versa. But it it's does it'd be different if he said man provided everything, which is I think is what he's trying to say right now, mm-hmm. and that you got oh you got a little something. Yeah. But at the end of the day. That's not what happened in the beginning either. Right. And I think that there's a piece too. There's some part where he's like, where in nature, like, are there women without men? And I was like, cheetahs immediately, because that's how cheetahs get down. It's the women raising their cubs and the men is like nowhere to be seen. And there's a number of animals that do that. But 
neither here nor there because that's not even what we're advocating for. Right. We're just simply saying that it's not a requirement to live a life where you don't die between 65 and 85 without a man <laughs> in your life. Right. That premise is asinine. And I think that that is my biggest problem with Kevin Samuels is that he bases these conversations with the on these assumptions where it's like his quote unquote lowest tier of woman in the highest tier of man. I don't know in my 20s many men that could build shelter, build a fire, find running water, hunt for a like you you know what I mean? Like those aren't the stipulations of what you're trying to find a spouse in 2021. And even if it was, I still don't know that many niggas that can do that. Yeah. Those are <laughs> not my checkbox list. Can you build a fire? Can you can you find running water that's safe to drink? Yeah, no. There's there's too many. At the basis of this, though, the thing that I also have a problem with is that he's talking about something on a basis of need, and therein lies the problem. I don't think anyone is at in the position that he thinks where we or will have to regret not being with somebody at 65 because there's a need and not saying that at 65 he could have easily said at 65 you you'll be lonely like i could have gone with that and that's just out of a want that's not a need right it, it mm-hmm. didn't it and you never want to base really wanting to be with somebody out of a need because mm-hmm. once somebody realizes that, you, that they have that type of power right. over you that relationship does not just doesn't work. And I'm not I'm a relationship guru, but that is what I have dealt with my own self. I remember being for me, I always was like, you asked a question earlier whether or not the people you guys are currently with, do you need them? But I think if in relationships that I've been with, the need was the thing that will what are you bringing to the table? Why would I want to be in that position where you need me and we're not working together now mind you also i'm not talking about a heterosexual relationship so maybe my perspective is different because i also know that two women make on average less so we have to it, you can't come in here looking over here for a need when we're both gonna have to kind of work together to try to make sure the household works so are you saying you're gonna have to cooperate yes. with your spouse yes whoa, whoa. what a concept <laughs> well okay so i also was thinking this he's He's talking about, he's based in Atlanta. And I'm curious, (laughs) would he have this conversation with Candy Burrs? No, because he's saying this for women that are making the national average or lower, which was like $25,000. So he's not saying that to Candy because according to him, she's a high value woman, I believe. Yes. But yeah. Okay. the but, conversation would be different as yeah. to why Candy needs a man. Right. Yeah. Okay. She doesn't need a man to survive. You're So he's solely basing this off of finances. Correct. This Which, piece of this conversation. Like this reference. Mm-hmm. So we so we as a women. I'm sorry. A women's. <laughs> a women's. <laughs> we as a women's need a man solely to provide finances for us. So in relationships. <laughs> Where women end up with a man that don't make as much money as them. Because there are several relationships like that. Would he define that as... Because some relationships work very well that way. Mm -hmm. There are some relationships that don't work that way. Like Kevin Samuels, who would probably be very insecure if he was in a relationship with a woman who made more money than him. So Sisla, like she'd be okay. Not sis. <laughs> <laughs> I totally missed that. I almost was like, who? Yes, she make it. He look like he make it. <laughs> yeah, he has reduced relationships to just a financial. Because he talks about like after retirement. I think Tiff touched on this too. After retirement, if you're only making this amount of money, then you haven't been able to invest and do all this other stuff. So then you, he's saying you cannot survive after you retire because you don't have the financial means. And that is what he, in this particular clip that we played, it's, if you guys had listened and prepared for um, the show. I did. I wrote (laughs) down this one. He said, you cannot afford to have, you cannot afford to have a man. And he said this in in about midway through it. And I'm, 
it stuck with me because I'm like, why, why do you feel like we you can't, can't afford to have a man or to not have a man? To, well, he said you can, you cannot. I'm assuming he meant you cannot not to afford to. <laughs> yeah, because it, <laughs> yeah. it was because that she was saying how much she made. Yeah. And right. he was saying you can you can't afford to not have a man because when you retire, you won't have the financial means to survive. Yes. Like you won't have enough saved. I just. Yeah. That just. Oh, it bothers. It bothers me so much. But does it bother you because it's true? <laughs> that's what he would say. No, it, it doesn't. It doesn't bother me because it's true, because maybe that's because it's not my truth. It's not my truth. So it doesn't bother me. Once we get these um, sound pad. Um, <laughs> I would hit the applause right there. It's um, not my truth, so it doesn't bother me. And maybe for wrong, someone wrong. else who who that that is their truth, and you know, I pray another sister, you know, who's working on their finances that they are working out here, then and they can't afford that, then I'm praying their strength. But he, no, I he needs to be uplifting. This is just another form of men not supporting our women. Mm, preach. Well, it's very clear, listening, that at some point he's been hurt. Oh, very. It, it, I don't know if it was his mom. Uh, the way he talks about even the women in his family, I think in part of it, he talks about his aunts. It is, you can tell he has a, it seems as though he has a not healthy relationship with women in his life. Because um, he comes off very aggressive towards Black women in particular. Yeah, it's um, a little bit of a who hurt you parade. Yeah, for sure. Um, Does he have daughters? Do we know? I don't know anything I about this I think he referenced it in the Joe Budden podcast, and I was trying to remember. I feel like he has a son, and I was trying to figure out if that was better Jesus. or worse. Mm. Yeah, you well, did I think you did say that. Yeah, we were all like, we, were like son, but we don't know what it is. Continuing the cycle. And if he has a daughter, then he's just continuing the damage. Right. The part that really got me about... Um, that IGTV video too is there is a part where he's talking to a 26 year old who's engaged and he's like oh how long was your last relationship before you got engaged because she's been in, they've been in a relationship for like five to six months and bought a house and are going to get like married next year and all this stuff and he was like trying to find ways to go in on her which was neither here nor there because she is like outside of the box of all the things that he tries to uh-huh. box women into but that's it's another conversation for maybe later in this podcast <laughs> but the part that got me is he his first question was if you if your longest relationship is less than a year, what history do you have in cooperating with a man? Instead instead of asking what history do both of y'all have with cooperating with each other or the opposite sex in general? Yeah, I just so there's there is all of that also. Granted, he's only talking to her, but right. I think the biggest problem I have with that question is if. I didn't marry the previous people that I was in a relationship with. Mm. How accommodating and cooperative am I supposed to be with people who may not be treating me the way that I want to be treated, may not want to be married, may not be able to support me or wanting to support me, like whatever. Like, (laughs) like if I'm not in a relationship with a person who's husband material, what am I cooperating with? And why would I be there for longer than whatever your stipulated time was? Was it half a year or something like that? The timeline doesn't matter in the relationship, nor does my ability to choose for my own self whether or not this relationship is worth me sacrificing myself right maybe she's strong enough to have done that and if that's the case then i applaud her because it it does take some time to figure some of those things out but you can't you can't box anybody in and that that's that's nuts that that's the only thing that he thought he had on her because that doesn't Maybe that's your definition of what you need to have, but that's not necessarily what she needed. I mean, I get the aspect of him like boxing people in when he's talking to like groups of people at large. Yeah, generalization. But when you're inviting people in on your IG lives and you're learning about their individuality, Mm -hmm. like then like the broad definitions of whatever you like you've like decided in your mind about like women or whatever don't apply because you're dealing with an actual person. Yeah. Right. <laughs> After the exact same way he was bringing people in, they were saying certain things that were not true for his generalizations. He no longer then changed how he felt or yeah. now your opinion is not based on generalizations based on my life. And he, he never adjusted, adjusted to that. Yeah. And it also was very clear to me that you're not listening to 
um, comprehend and give good advice. You're listening to rebut whatever Mm -hmm. that woman is saying. Um, And he did the same thing kind of on Joe Budden's podcast. He seemed a little bit more open, but you can also, he had an agenda and he Mm -hmm. was trying to get something across. And so even when, because Joe Budden kind of acted like the woman's advocate, I would say, or all the women that talked to him that gave him crap for bringing this on his show, he would give their side or what they would say. And even then every single time Kevin was like, had something to say about every single point. So it's like, you can't even see, whereas you want women to be like, this is what men are saying. This is what men are want. Like you need to adjust and stop doing things based on what you think men want. And I'm telling you what they want and just do that. He's not even trying to reciprocate or do the same thing with women. So mm. it's just like, you're. why are we here? If we're not right. going to have a conversation, then what are we doing this for? Right. He's just a closed-minded individual and it shows because of how he speaks to people and how he's not willing to bend right. or compromise or even- That's really funny. Or cooperate. Right. Or cooperate in any way. <laughs> um, he had made mention, <laughs> talking about, obviously, he was talking about women that we have been allowed to be in the world and not take it serious. We have been allowed to be in this world mm-hmm. and not take it serious. Right. What's being allowed? I don't know. But it made me think about how so many, especially African-American women who wear the weight of the world mm. because we wear so many different hats, but yet we're not allowed to take, we have, we've been allowed to be in this world and not take it serious. So if we're not taking it serious, why are we wearing the weight of the world? Let's put it on Kevin Samuels. Well, I think also that's a good point because he was talking about like how women, the modern woman is so independent. She doesn't need a man, blah, 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 blah. But he negates the fact that this whole notion, and I can only speak about black women because I'm black. So I don't- And a woman. Yeah, and a woman. So I can't speak <laughs> about other, right. other people. But a lot of black women have been forced- to be independent, have been forced to do what they need to do to take care of their family because a lot of black women have been single Mm -hmm. moms and taking care of their families because for whatever reason, whether it was the system or possibly the father of their child and they decided to break up, whatever, they've had to figure out how to provide for their house and for their children. So they've been independent out of necessity. And so he's like, not understanding that this independent women thing has happened because women have had to be independent to take care of their families. But then at the same time, you're like, oh, but you're, you're, you don't have to take the world seriously or you're getting handouts left and right and blah, 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 blah. But it's just like, I don't know any woman that wants to struggle or that wants to do the most to try and take care of her family without a partner. Right. You know what I mean? Like people have, there's not, I mean, there are some women who want that, but for, I would say most, if I'm having, a child with you, the preference is to take care of my child with my partner. Right. Well, let Kevin Samuels tell it. It's because our men go to the streets or we go to the tents. I'm sorry. We not the men go to the tents, the streets or otherwise to make sure that our families are provided for instead of, um, Government assistance. Right. Instead of government assistance where us as women use the government to support ourselves instead of working hard the way that most of us, if not all of us at this table do. And there's an interesting part where in the Joe Budden podcast, he was talking about how women chose government assistance over having the men in the house without without addressing the fact that how fucked up it is that the government even writes that stipulation in the need for government assistance, right? There was that part where they were trying to keep black men out of the homes to keep, you know, institutionalized racism. And I don't, I mean, it's hard for me to imagine that a man who is like working hard and trying to make money and being an active part of my life, I'm choosing government assistance and kicking him out of my house. Like that's, A, probably not how it went, but B, the, the part that's fucked up isn't a woman having to choose between the two because that's not a position anybody wants to be in. Right. It, the fucked up part is that that is a stipulation for getting government assistance in the, in the first, first place. place. Mm-hmm. Right. If it's needed. And at that time when, I don't know, the economic dynamics of black men getting work that was allowed that could sustain a household. But if I'm having to choose between the two, again, that's not mine or his fault. Right. <laughs> 
you, you and bring, doesn't discuss the racism aspect or the institutionalized like or the government aspect aspect of it at all to my two parts but i want to talk about that whole piece about there being um a need for the food stamps in the families and nine times out of ten a black man if he was in the family still um still living at home had to contend with depending on the time frame now depending on the time frame all the time always struggle to find uh work but especially um when you think about when the food stamps even came about, it's just when black people are having to um, are moving from Southern states into the Northern states um, to find jobs, but not being given those jobs. So they're at home living in the ghettos, but having to pay more due to, I don't know, some loan shark or whoever to even get housing, get a loan trying to find a job. And so, so yeah, somebody has to go out and get, the food stamps and the government is like, oh, you're being lazy, but we're racist and we don't want to hire you. I, what? Okay. It's yeah. both. It's our, <laughs> yes. But can you now help us since we don't have that and everyone around us is struggling. So they're taking all of our money. It's, you know, I groceries are higher here because we're in the ghetto and there's food deserts or, you know, mm-hmm. uh, trying to buy furniture just to put your baby. So your babies have a bed or whatever the case may be. Trucks don't drive often into the ghettos. So anything's going to be more expensive. So yes, there's need for that assistance. And so the government is making the women who have these kids, not the men, the relate people in relationships who have these kids have to say, Oh, well, look, you don't, you also don't have a job, (laughs) but these kids need to be fed. So we're going to say you don't live here or you actually don't live here Mm -hmm. so that the kids can be fed until I don't know, someone decides not to be racist and gives you a job. And hopefully then the wage actually meets something that they can actually utilize to live on. So it's just he his generalizations. Sure, there may be one or two percent people that have his unique perspective for how things are exactly and fit into that box. But it doesn't work for everybody. And that's Mm -hmm. that's the gross negligent on his part to even try to do that especially when it comes to like women it's just constantly on a woman like we aren't dealing with enough already and i don't know i hope i hope any men who are listening take a moment if you don't know anything about any of this right now go ask another black woman before you continue to listen to his stuff because it's not it's not true. Yeah. Speaking of, I would love to see a City Girls versus Kevin Samuels face-off. <laughs> versus. <laughs> versus. But also like on the um, food stamps piece, because he also mentioned when he was in college, he was broke eating like oodles and noodles and I don't know, saltine crackers, whatever, to survive in college because he didn't have any money. But he was dating this girl who was um, eating shrimp and crab legs and eating good or whatever. And he was just like, how are you doing this? We're both in college or a book, whatever. And she was saying she got food stamps. And he was like, as a man, I would never just go get food stamps. So it's like, you're also, to me, as a college student, you're using your resources. And so as a woman, she's using her resources. And so now she's can't take, which is also a survival tactic, right? right. To use your resources. But so she chose to survive while you choose to struggle, but she's the one that is in the wrong, which is very, I don't, I can't, Right. it's, has, I don't know, I has, can't fathom. And also like, I don't also, all of us here, we're all dating for those of us that like men are dating black men, right? Saya dates, I don't know, everybody. I don't know. I, I would oh, say, uh, what, not saying, everybody uh, like uh, racist. No, I don't date men. I don't, I, I Sorry, I've been drinking. Black and I've been, is that what you were getting at? No, what I'm trying to say is that we don't hate black men. Like, we're not bashing uh, black men. Right. Like, no. we're not I'm doing like, this. Where? We're saying a lot about this that. one particular what? black man because he's saying some really wild wow. stuff. But we don't, this is, this is not, podcast is not to bash black men. And I just wanted to say that before. Oh, no. Because I don't know if that's what's coming across. We seem, I don't want this to seem like we're angry and hate black men. That's not the case. So I actually, this has been on my mind. Not the not other men don't think like he does mm. if, if we were to if we were to mm. ask i read the comments well no no no. <sighs> when i say other men 
if we were to ask the people that we are connected to, mm-hmm. they wouldn't. They don't fit in these boxes. They don't necessarily fit into these boxes. In regard to some of the concepts, we may be able to have conversation about some of the concepts, but the way that he is presenting some of the information, mm-hmm. they I don't I do not believe that they would agree with how he's presenting it. Yeah. Because really they protect us. Well, I really wanted a man to be on this podcast just so we could talk and get their perspective. Um, I next did, pod, next pod. Yeah, I definitely did ask um, Tiffany's fiance before we came, like, how he felt. And he said most of the time he thinks Kevin Samuels is crazy. So I would like to see, hear, like... It was an awkward day in our house when he was playing the Joe Budden podcast, and I was sitting next to him on the couch, and I just saw that Kevin Samuels was on, I just got up. He's like, are we okay? And I was like, depends on what your mentality is about this. <laughs> <laughs> Wedding on or off? <laughs> Yeah. I also right. want to say, I don't know about anybody else, but I, on the food stamp part, I got food stamps when I was in college. I don't know about anybody else in here, but it was when I was in grad school. Um, it had nothing to do with a lack of pride or too much pride. I literally was, um, used, used all my money to have rent, uh, by the end of a paycheck week, because I was working, but I was working at a clinic where I didn't have to pay that. I didn't have to pay rent as much rent as I would if I had been somewhere else. Like my hours covered some. So then I had whatever I had left over from school tuition. Mind you, I was in vet school. So this was we were in school for eight hours and had to study the rest of the day. So when I found time to have a job, have a job. Um, so the few hours that I did do equaled nothing. So I literally, I can remember clearly, I had enough gas to go to school and back to work and just to church. And that would be it. So that had gas money. Praise the Lord. And I Tom. lived in a small city. So we're not talking about like well, 30, the 20 miles I'm doing here could be, it was three miles max, you know? So I had no money. And so mm-hmm. when I got food stamps, I went from literally eating ramen to, yes, I could afford a steak every now and then, but it was not a thing of like, it was not one of these things where I was like, oh, abusing the system. I need to abuse this system or as a woman, I'm entitled or whatever he feels like yeah. he, that Girl. is. It was literally like, well, what you going to eat? Right. Because yeah. I have nothing. Because even like the hyperbole of she was eating shrimp and crab legs. Like, I don't know how like all food stamps work, but I know that in a lot of states you can't even get pre-prepared foods. You have to buy foods like you can't buy the, like the five dollar rotisserie chicken that's already made. You have to go get the raw chicken and make it yourself right. to be able to use your food stamps. So it's not like she's like out at Ruth's Chris. Right. <laughs> she probably camp. went to the cold food section yeah, and that, bought a pound is, of shrimp. This is a smart and resourceful it. lady who's in college using food stamps to cook her food for herself. Had and still I known, her. Shoot, if I could have got food stamps in college, I would have got it too. Yeah. I also want to know what he thought the alternative was supposed to be for her. So him. eat ramen and salt right, and crackers ramen. like him. Right. That's but, what he was doing. But, together. But, but mind you, who, who also <laughs> de- deals with a lot of health issues women do too Mm -hmm. so like his alternatives just because for him he had some pride issues and probably just wasn't smart enough also was did have pride issues yes right Uh, in order to not have food stamps ain't got nothing to do with her she made a decision for herself and if you were too prideful to take care of yourself better that is not on anyone else but yourself well it might be even like I believe it was mentioned outside of prideful. Maybe he wasn't knowledgeable or maybe he wasn't intelligent enough yes. to know. Hating. How to use hating. his resources. Right. At the so time. how you hate is by you telling her that she, she was, she right. was you living better than me and I don't like it. Right. <laughs> Basically it's like what it you came You mad or no. Right. Yeah. Instead of saying, pass some of that shrimp and tell me how I need to get, can get some of my own. Like, right. Tell me the moment. Babe, can you sign me up for that too? Nah. And that, I think let, let's also say that I do understand um, where a lot of society has had a bad taste in their mouth about um, 
welfare queens, whatever the case you want, want to call it for individuals who utilize the welfare system. So I understand completely that we as blacks have been beaten down for using it. Even but though no, that we don't use the welfare system the most in this country, but go ahead. Saying, mm-hmm. that's exactly mm-hmm. what I wanted to say. Mm-hmm. And, and, and the reason that we need it is because we are we are kept in a position of poverty. You can't not be racist and be abusing the welfare system. It, which is it? Right. Make up your mind. <laughs> it is, it's one Sorry, of these Kamala. things. <laughs> Kamala. Kamala, yes. Don't disrespect my soul. No, but she, but to that point, it's one of those things if like it's very, (laughs) it's very easy to kick uh, a hurt dog and make them holler versus just saying, okay, what's our role in this and how can we make the situation better? Right. I think that that's what, so I understand where he's coming from, though I do not agree with where he's coming from. People have bought into being up on us and I'm tired of that. And I'm particularly tired of him doing it. That's why I really don't like him is because it's one of these things of like, so are you choosing the person on the lowest totem pole and going ahead and just going and going at it and kicking us because we, we are used to taking the abuse. Come on. But I also wonder if it's like, because he's in Atlanta, right? Yeah. So, like, having listened to the, the well, some of the City Girl um, podcast with Justin LaVoy today mm-hmm. and them talking about, like, what they expect out of a first date. And it's, like, 30 grand in cash. Pay my light bill. Show me you mean it. <laughs> I'm just like, wow, I don't I, I don't think I'm in the same tax bracket, so I can't have these conversations. Nope. But um, if, like, if that is the demographic of mentality that he's dealing with, I can understand like why he is so like, yeah, but how are you going to survive if, if money doesn't mean anything? Cause like, what's the rebuttal to that? Yeah. <laughs> I did notice it. that like on the two, so the one um, Instagram live that he was on that we listened to the most recent one, all the women that called in were what 33 and younger yeah. besides one woman that he wouldn't let her keep talking because apparently she's been on the podcast before and he wanted her to pay for a session. Um, oh, <laughs> but all the other ones were in there like, but with the exception of the first young lady, which was, she was 33. All the other ones were in their twenties. So, um, it seems like he's talking to Gen Z. X, mm, that's a good Z. point. So yeah, I don't know what the line is. Yeah, I don't know what it is either. I think it's C. So it's us and whoever's underneath us. Um. So to your meanwhile, point, he's what is he a boomer? Yeah, he's like, <laughs> right. It's like we have very different mentalities when it, he has a very okay, archaic, boomer. yeah, like um thought process. Even with he was like our parents, our grandparents didn't marry for love; they married for survival. But it's just like now, as women, now that we're making more than we were making. I don't know, in the 40s or the 50s, whenever he grew up. I, I don't know. Say, yeah. Like, 40s. Where, <laughs> parents, when you say our, you mean the yeah, people my grandparents, you're talking to or yeah. your parents? Like, okay. we're, the times are different. So, we're maybe then women did marry out of necessity because I think we talked about this before, like they couldn't work or whatever, or we're making kid, the, the paying like the jobs they could get were paying a lot less. So, to actually survive right. and live, they got, they had to get married. Even at younger ages, because even our grandparents were getting married at what, like 18, 19, whatever. Now we can afford to to actually get married because we like that person. Like, I don't have to get married solely to survive and to um, commingle our funds so that when we do retire, we're not living in a box on 14th Street. You know what I mean? Like, where the times are different, but his mindset hasn't changed. Which leads me to the question, to go back to the question of, like, who hurt you, sir? Because, like, do you feel like you're only wanted? Like, if 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 it's death or Kevin Samuels, I guess I'll comply. Right. (laughs) Give me death. Or, 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 (laughs) or, or not get married at all. God forbid Kevin Samuels. Right, or just, like, because, like we said, he's, he has reduced marriage to solely surviving and financial reasons. So, for that case, we can just cohabitate and mingle our funds. Like, we don't have to get married. Like, the only reason people are saying they get married is for, like, it's a business arrangement, was what a lot of people, I feel like, that don't really marry for love. They're saying, Mm -hmm. like, they say for tax reasons or whatever, like, the benefits you get from getting married. So, if that's the case, like, we don't have to be married. We can just, you know what I mean? Like, we can yeah. just, we don't love each other. So what are we doing so, this for? To talk about survival. He asked this woman, if you had to survive, you had to go to a lake, what would you do? No, well, she said the lake. Okay, sorry. She said the lake. Mm-hmm. Go to the lake. And you had the fresh water. 
She didn't quite know what to do. Right. And he more or less mocked her, right? Yes. Now, I know what to do. Why? Because maybe because I cook. I cook a lot. So when you have water. Cold's kitchen. <laughs> yeah. Shameless plug. When you cook, if you need to clean water, you boil it. That is how you purify anything. A baby's bottle. If you need to anything, you boil it. I mean, it's how you kill any bacteria. Mm-hmm. You boil it. Yes. So I've the way he kind of shamed her and like, well, you need a man to do that. I am curious to know if we went on the streets and asked any man, if you went out to the creek and you need to drink that water, what you going to do with it? What would they do? Would they just cup their hands and drink the water and die from bacteria? Or <laughs> would they know that they need to boil the daggone water? Yeah. It's also funny because, like, I asked the same question when I went to Tiffany's house earlier. Because I was just like, I don't know necessarily. One, I know when you're you're put on the spot, like, you're sometimes you can't really think things through all the way. So I'm sure she probably, had she thought about it, given more time, she might have known what to do. But I don't know when he was like, if all of the water trips were cut out, what are you going to do to get fresh water? I wouldn't know that you don't go to a lake. And then Tiffany's uh, fiance was like, oh, you need to go somewhere where the water is running or sh- it has to be a stream or something. Side note, my fiance is an Eagle Scout, so I think he's an outlier. <laughs> yeah, but I, was just like, I was thinking, I was like, I don't know if I necessarily would know that. One, but I was just thinking, would my husband know that? I don't know. Like, right. I feel like we both would have been dying of bacteria water together. Like, I don't, I don't know I that you have to boil all water, but I asked him and he said, that lake water you definitely need to boil because it's standing. It's sitting. But if it's like yeah. a river, like stream. Because I thought it was like if you're like at a, a freshwater lake, like maybe you can drink that. But no. So like if it's running well, water is what you can apparently. But that yeah, also, but that depends on where, where you are. Where you are. Yeah. yeah but yeah. it also brought up if a it's point. downstream, don't drink that. <laughs> all, all rivers flow downstream. In all the shame. <laughs> but if you if you at the top, if you at the top of the downstream, if you at the top of the river, you know what I'm saying. But I'm I'm Not blowing it either way because I don't I don't care. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> we are probably gonna have to cut that out. What is happening? <laughs> this reminds me of Lion King. I don't even know what part that was. Right before Akuna Matata. Right. In the middle. Sorry. Anyways, I was saying all that to say we so then we got into I was like, oh, I was a Girl Scout for a couple of years. I don't remember learning that I couldn't drink standing water versus they didn't running teach us water. That. Right. So, but they again, taught him. So it was like we can't so the what they we teach don't get to choose what we're taught. Right. So what they teach men versus what they teach women. And I guess it's maybe this is where Kevin Samuels is trying to get at. But it's not inherent what we're taught. knowledge. Right. It's not but it's like what you teach them. Yeah. What we're taught We're taught to make bracelets. Yeah. Or like cookies. Or like, or cooking, you know, like the home ec type of stuff. I don't even think home ec is a thing anymore. Yeah, I chose like, shop. How you niggas making clothes? Yeah. What y'all gonna do? Walk around naked? <laughs> I chose shop. Yeah, and I took a class where I learned how to change my oil and my tie and all that stuff. I remember my brother got me like a jack when I was in college in case my car. Mm-hmm. Ask me what that jack is now. I don't know. Ask me how I change a tire. I don't know. But do I know how to call AAA? Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> and that, and I guess that's what Kevin Samuels was saying. Yeah, like I can I help I myself? Probably not. But I cannot. Am I going to use my resources? Absolutely. But as a man, they were taught YouTube those things. Like, yeah, like if I had to, absolutely, yeah. I could figure it out. But we weren't. The things that we were taught as women are definitely different. At least for his demographic, for sure. You guys are. We're taught two different things. I think that is what he's saying or what he's trying to say. But it's just not coming across. But he's also just like pinning it on us. Mm-hmm. So like, I think that that is also what's problematic. Like. It's hard to talk about these things in a vacuum because, like, there are institutional reasons for the things that he is, like, stating as fact, Mm -hmm. which is, like, not even when you're talking about, like, as women, you can't survive on that salary. What is the statistic, the statistical salary for women in this country? But it's like, okay, but let's talk about why we don't get paid the same rate as men. Right. Because, like, that is, like, not an allowable conversation if you're him, I guess. Right. And so it's, like, really frustrating. And then there was another point that he was talking about. And he was like, well, we've been raised to put black women on a pedestal and we live in a matriarchy. And I was just wondering. I'm sorry, what? What world? <laughs> this man has been living in that black in women America? have been put on a pedestal. <laughs> 
Because yeah. I feel like the biggest complaint about black women is like, why are y'all so arrogant and so confident and blah, blah, because no one ups us, but we have to up ourselves. Okay. Right. <laughs> We're like every undesirable almost. <laughs> and like every spectrum, it's like the most undesirable people are Asian men and black women because like we're everything but the standard of what is like beauty or desirability or any of those things. So, so it just is crazy to hear that. I can say from myself personally, <clears throat> because I'm in a predominantly uh, female dominated household the men in our family nurture us to almost do everything mm. mainly because they're like we want y'all to know how to do everything so then that way y'all don't have to depend on a man mm. and in a way it's a <gasps> blessing but a curse right yeah it's a blessing because it makes us so independent yeah and it makes it so that we can do it like if i have to go outside and I go outside and my tires fall. I'm like, dang, that sucks. But I'm going to be able to change the tire right, if I have to. Right. I'm going to call Geico instead. <laughs> but I'm going to know how to do it. Um, on the flip side, it makes it so independent that I'm like, I don't really need you. I have you around because I like you. Yeah, Isn't I genuinely better? want you. In, and that's that, what you're saying, too, is so true. Because, like, we're being penalized for being raised to, to take care of ourselves. Because we've right. also been taught, like, you don't, you shouldn't have to depend on anyone, right? So anyone that we want in our lives. I'm the same way. My parents raised me to be strong, independent, whatever, right. so that I could take care of myself. Because they they don't want me in their house. for right. the, You know what I mean? They don't right. want to take care of me for the rest of my life. So I need to be raised just like my brothers were raised to be strong, independent black men. It wasn't exclusive to me. You know what I mean? But they also made sure that I could take care of myself. Mm -hmm. But now I'm being penalized right. that I can take care of myself. Right. But the piece of this conversation that also never gets discussed is it doesn't have to be averse to black men. It can yeah. be beneficial to them because in the same way that if black men are required to be the source of financial stability in the home and the only source you know what that does? Like how stressful that right. is. Like right. no matter how many kids we have or like whatever else is happening, like nothing can happen to my job or my livelihood or my health because yeah. then my family is right. at risk. And right. that is like a terrifying, talking about like single stream of income, like that is like not an ideal situation. And it actually helps black men to be able to do the things that they also want to do, not right. just be career driven, and not cooperate, just provide which is for one of your things that you asked. Do yes. you want to be a cooperative woman? Yeah. You know what I mean? So and cooperation doesn't work one sided. No, yeah. <laughs> you can't be like with an obstinate man and then be like, "Yes, I'm cooperating with him." Because <laughs> what does that even mean? Yeah, but he paid my bills though. That's right. <laughs> I mean, do you want to help me? No, mm. or do you just want somebody? Do you want a codependency? Mm. Right? Do black men want women that they have to just take care of? Because like, I hear men complaining about it every day. Because people a gold are, digger right, and all that stuff. Right. Like I upset like, about like the city girls mentality and Cardi B mentality. And there's a fine line between gold digger and and codependency because it's like right. mm -hmm. you out here talking about oh she a gold digger, and I'm gonna say this: it's not just black men. That's it. Doesn't matter what race you are. Right. It's all men. You're right. Do you want a gold digger or do you want somebody that you can build with? Mm. Are black women the oh, only snap. ones getting this this title mm. of gold digger? No. Because, yeah. Mm. I, 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 women. Women's. Uh, women's are? Because. I think white, white women definitely, because that's the same thing like with like old athletes. Like they immediately, like, right. you know what I mean? Like they Women's. immediately get famous and then they get a white or quote unquote exotic Whatever that means, right. women. So I think that other women do get it, but I don't think that other women are getting the same flack for it Okay, that black women do. Because we can't just want to be taking care of a, a housewife or a trophy wife or whatever, you know what I mean? Without you have being, to bring something yeah. to the table. I feel like for we white women, it's, it's more, too. it's okay for them to be housewives mm. more than I think again black but, women. I go back to my, like, do what do you want? What is it that men as a whole want? Kevin Samuels, after your second marriage, <laughs> what is it that you want? This is where we need the gunshots. <laughs> but he also talked about that too, how is women oh. or people always go back to whenever you don't agree with a black man or him in particular or whatever, we always go back to their past and use their past against them. He said that several I'm, times. I'm not using your past against you. I'm just curious to know what is it that you want? After your second marriage, what is it that you want? 
Do you want a codependency? This is present tense. Do you want a codependency or do you want somebody that you can build with? Do you want somebody that you can invest with for that 65 to 85? I'm sorry. Are you maybe already 65? (laughs) I was just about to say, like, how old is this man? (laughs) Is this also, I was thinking as you said that, is the reason that he wants somebody that would be depending on him is because... He's codependent? No. I'm taking it from the standpoint of like a sugar daddy. Like you are at the age where you know you're going to have to. He's 49. Oh. oh, okay. So he still got 15 solid years to invest for his for his retirement, which is great. So again, if we talking about this man in 15 years. I'm gonna be real tight. <laughs> First of all, I, w- I will today. not be talking about this man in 15 years. <laughs> I didn't know who he was until like last week. Uh, right. Since we turned this man is focused on investment and making sure that you're prepared. So, sir. You done been mar- married twice, and I'm not going <gasps> to focus on your on your past marriages, right? Because we're talking about present tense, and the present tense is while everybody is focused on preparation and all of these things, do you want codependency or do you want somebody that you can build your life with? Men in general, regardless of what yeah. race you are, do you want somebody that you can build your life with? Do you want somebody that you can share your one four hundred one k with? Do you want somebody that's going to have a 401k with you or, or yours, <laughs> right? <laughs> or, or a savings or whatever investment that's going to build in y'all's future so that y'all can live, um, happily and comfortably in y'all's retired years without looking at each other crazy on who's going to pay for the Viagra pill. Not the Viagra. <laughs> like what? Well, I don't know. It's giving, it's giving me. Oh, I'm 50 and I've done two of these already before and I'm ready for somebody else. And I'm okay with my demographic of 20 to late 30 or mid 30 year olds as a potential pot for me to go ahead and mess with. So you need to don't worry about getting a job or whatever. Or if you do have one, don't worry about it. As long as you hook up with me, I'll make sure we're good. That's what it's giving. It's not yeah. giving this is advice for anyone, any other advice. men who are in their 20s to early 30s looking for a woman. Because you can't tell me nobody is making enough money to take care of somebody in their early 20s. I mean, rappers and scammers. You're right. Yeah. That's well, so and he's funny. also, it, it seems like, and again, I did not know who this man was until last week. So I don't know any of his other videos. I only watch these two to have this conversation today. So but I do know he has this thing about like a high value man or woman, which I believe is only based off of your net worth and nothing else. Um, Probably your looks. And, and how you look yes. apparently too. So I don't. Um, and how many kids you got? Him. Yeah. So I don't know. Well, if, how many kids you got too? He doesn't seem to talk about the average person and like. Oh, he talks about them. No, oh, when you talk about, I mean, but like in terms yeah, of like together, well, like yeah, these two yeah, people, yeah. like he's not talking about like two average people coming right. together and having life. It's always like one person who likes a lot of money or a woman or a man who wants a partner that makes a lot of money and them. It's never and they're just, broke on food stamps. Yeah, it's never like those two people, <laughs> regular, the regular degular schmegulas right. out here that are just, you know, <laughs> trying to life. live a happy life. I right. don't get that, at least from the sound bites and again sound bites and clickbait can be deceiving so i really don't know um and no, i also don't care enough to that's figure real. out what his platform is so um i'm not really sure if he's really talking to us regular like people been, who are seeking out re- other regular right. you know i felt like yeah. i could have been wrong about all the sound bites until i listened to the igtv video and i was like no this is exactly what i thought <laughs> yeah. it's gonna be no, okay. no, no, yeah. Yeah. it's giving it's giving everything it's not supposed to give right. <laughs> <laughs> it gave me nothing it was supposed to give <laughs> So I don't really Nothing. know. <laughs> I it 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 annoys it very much annoys me because I think to your point about their it being focused on high value people, those individuals, unless you are a rapper or unless you are a person who in your twenties had a a didn't have any mistakes <laughs> has somehow, you know, had a, a fo- an entrepreneurial focus or has figured out some way to fast track it to whatever that 
that doesn't happen often. So that mm-hmm. he can't be talking to an average 20-year-old. You <laughs> can't be. It's just not, it's not possible as a high-value person. I think he's talking to the women that are waiting for Sweetie to let us know how to bag <laughs> a six-figure nigga. Well, so... <laughs> Sweetie is a six by his um, judgment. After, after you mentioned um, his middle-agedness <laughs> and... <laughs> it made me think about what is his target audience? All of these younger females. Kev, you out here prospecting now, yes. That's what that I think was getting exactly. You out here now. prospecting. Mm-hmm. Like you out here adding these chicks to your like, yes, you can come into the gram. And then I'm gonna scope you out. And if you're doing something with you, I'm with your life, I'm gonna add you to the book. And if you're not, then I'm going to dismiss you. Yes, that's exactly You out here, pro- okay, I see what you're doing. I see what you're doing now. Your middle-aged self is uh-huh. out here prospering. <laughs> I mean, that's technically what happened with that last episode. That's what Derek did. That's exactly what Derek did. I mean, that's how he ended up in that situation. That's, that's why Derek should have did. Jeez, okay. Relationship gurus. We done, we done found the answer. <laughs> All of this to say, man, you out here prospecting. You not really trying to come for us. Mm-hmm. You trying to you trying to get chose by the young one. Trying to find out wife here. number three. Yes. Not to say on IG Live looking for his next throw baby. Oh, <laughs> so baby. So baby. <laughs> So we're getting to the point in our show where we're supposed to affirm. Should we affirm Kevin? <laughs> How do we affirm Kevin? I affirm that you will read a book. I affirm that you will gain empathy. I affirm that you will be less problematic in the future. Amen. I affirm that you get kicked off it. I pray he receives that. <laughs> I affirm that Instagram blocks your account. <laughs> I pray that you and Boosie are somewhere. (laughs) Boosie. (laughs) Probably reposting all his videos. Yes. Oh my God. Show him to his son. (laughs) All right, y'all. So, our affirmations for our listeners for the week. Who wants to go first? I'll go. Is it yeah, supposed more- to be related to the podcast? <laughs> I, I, yeah. Look, I the thought show. y'all went because I was. <laughs> this should be topical, okay, to the conversation, but not to Kevin. I just want to make sure I ask. Like all I the said, I thought y'all I went. I thought y'all did y'all's affirmation. That was a facetious affirmation. <laughs> oh, because I Cold was time, ready. We then. don't care about this man. <laughs> <laughs> we are affirming our listeners or women and or men in general, right? Any whoever chooses to listen. Well, okay, I'll go. So I affirm that our listeners remain steadfast in who they are. Mm. Know your worth regardless of your surroundings, those that try to pour into you things that are that are toxic. Mm. Um know who you are. Stay who you are. Be true to who you are. Oh, yes. Collection plate. Passing on over. All right, who wants to go next? Once we get this, these sound effects, it's over for you, host. Over. <laughs> 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 now you will get all by mouth or uh, fingers. I have one. I just want to say um, to whoever's listening, you are more than your paycheck in your net worth oh, come on. and that you bring more to relationships than just money come as on. much as kevin as other people want to say that relationships are strictly based off survival it can be more than that and right. that no matter how much money you are making or are not making in this present moment you bring more to the table and so don't allow someone to make you feel less than because you're not making a certain amount of money that's a word but i also do um we are attracting abundance um more money and all that into your life as well oh, i got in trouble for saying that last week because it wasn't related but go ahead yeah i'm gonna let you get your shit off <laughs> should we just wind it back last week and just put your affirmation into this week <laughs> since now it makes sense it's too late it's too late pin drop but that, actually um, no it probably would have made sense more this week Shoot. <laughs> dang it <laughs> but yeah that's all for me uh okay i guess i'll go next um I affirm relationships that are not out of need, but out of the desire of equal 
love, Mm -hmm. but you find your partner and understand that your partner is someone who has been placed in your life to affirm who you are on the daily, not because you need them or they need you, but because of the love that they have for you. And they want to grow in their love for you, not because there's 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 that need. Need may come in that relationship, but at the source of that relationship, what you guys have developed together when you when you guys um enter into your relationship, I affirm that it is one where there is not a sense of need. Where it's not driven by need, not driven by perfection, not driven by uh, what you bring to the table in any way other than the person that you are, that who has who God has made you as a whole by yourself before mm. you meet the other individual. Amen. How I live. And <laughs> I guess I'm last. So I want to affirm wholeness within yourself. Mm. I want to affirm that regardless of whether your counterpart finds you in five years or it's not part of your path, um, regardless of whether a spouse is for you, relationships are for you, whether you're gay, whether you're straight, whether you're old, whether you're young, regardless of your, if you're white, if you're not white, if you, whatever, for all of you, like within yourselves, you can find wholeness and happiness mm-hmm. and it doesn't have to be predicated on how much you make. It doesn't have to be reducted to whether what your relationship status is, what your financial status is. It's all about who you are and whether or not that makes you happy. And I affirm that you will find how to make yourself happy if you're not doing it already. Amen. Yeah, These affirmations this week. Okay. They were good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We got a lip for off the cuff. Yeah. 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 I like this. Everybody was on the same page. Maybe we should make a little disclaimer first all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Is it going to be shade for the rest of our podcast history? Or? Absolutely. Probably. Mm-hmm. Okay. Great. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> See y'all in two weeks. All right. Bye. 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 Bye.